Hi everyone, welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. Dreary day here in New York. Oh, it's actually a nice day here, but the pollen is Mm. insane. It's they they call it the pollening for a reason, and Mm -hmm. so it's breezy out. But instead of it being like a nice, gentle, cool spring breeze, it's like like yeah, blowing allergies into your face. Like you can see it. You you really can. Yeah, it's orange. (laughs) (laughs) And green. Yeah. So, oh, ma'am. It's cold and rainy here. It's. I wish. It, it, it te- I get teased with a couple of nice days here and there. I'm yep. like, can I? Can I put the winter coat away for good? <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. One more day. One more day. So winter's really like one more on. month. Oh. It's always this way here. It's like the one, like one of the worst things about New York is the never-ending winter. winter. Spring. Yeah. Everyone's like, it was. It wasn't this bad last winter. Yeah, it was. Like, yes, it was. <laughs> it was. It's a short-term memory when it comes to. (laughs) I think you have to, though. You know, yeah, Yeah, I think you have to block block that out. Otherwise, why do you keep doing it? Yes, exactly. Okay, so there were a couple of things that I wanted to call out from the last episode. Oh, the kids are all right. (sighs) Yes, and I can't quite remember. I know what one was, and I can't remember what the other one was. But, I, I had a I had a memory lapse too, so I want to call out something too. So you go first. Okay. okay. So I was actually rewinding because you had mentioned, and I can't, I honestly can't remember if I kept this in the edit or not. But you had mentioned that all of the moms were wearing purple, and so I just went back to go see. Really? Have they? Were they? Mm-hmm. Um, not exactly. That's not the thing I want to call out. But um, oh, <laughs> thanks, they, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to point out you were wrong. <laughs> you were it. They were all wearing purple at some point, but Lisa was wearing like a seafoam green for her couple of first outfits, and um, you know, there's like those random moms that you just kind of come across. They're yeah. wearing whatever. Katie's mom in, in shades of purple the whole time, but in watch in re, in re watching those little scenes when I was watching the one where Sam. Uh, as the insurance agent was interviewing that, you know, one-off mom, you know, uh, with the ladder. And we were like, why the hell is the ladder there? Yes, yes. The window was boarded up. (laughs) So I think the ladder was there for somebody to board up the broken window. Uh, So that's why the ladder was there. Good call. Good call. Yeah, I couldn't a very figure minor that out, thing, though. but I think we were just so like adamant about like why the hell was there a ladder? <laughs> but it stopped us both in our tracks. So <laughs> yes, good point. But see, now my next question is, why didn't they just fucking take the ladder out and just show us the boarded up window? Probably why you said it's like oh, they made a nice little line, nice little interesting line. scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So that was the main thing, and I can't remember what the other one was. So okay. now your turn. I- all right, so two things. One was I wanted to point out the beautiful music that was played when Dean first drove into the new, um, into Lisa's neighborhood for the first time. Like he's like on his way to go, you know, re- mm-hmm. relive his one night stand or his one weekend stand. 
And it was like the longest period of no dialogue with this most amazing, like soft porn organ music <laughs> playing. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, why didn't we stop and just mm-hmm. savor that, that sequence? Because it was great music mm-hmm. and it was just so very Dean. And I just loved that it. it was so, um, it wasn't supernatural music. It was, you know, just this cool jazzy yeah. organ and it just played into Dean's like, weekend mood yeah I was like that stood out to me I loved that and then the other thing that I I I may have touched on but only like uh, in a glancing blow uh towards the end of the episode where they're uh in the construction house before they found the children in the basement Mm -hmm. and they're doing their little x-files flashlight Mm -hmm. moments and stuff which again an extended sequence of flashlights yes. Yes. <laughs> i think somebody was having a really good time with lighting <laughs> effects and angles and shadows and stuff and there's this one cut where sam is walking up the stairs he's going up while sam is walking downstairs and there's this beautiful light shining in the in the window but the way uh jared is standing the light is literally shining between his legs oh <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, hey, <laughs> a little crotch spot. Like. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Exactly. So those Very like, nice. you know, the little fun things to point yes. out. I mean, there's so many tidbits in that episode, but um, not worth like, <laughs> you know, pumping the brakes. But right. Um, I'm glad we went back. I, I want you to remember that other thing, though, because now my curiosity is is peaked. OK, it's going to wake me up tonight. Season 3, Episode 3, Bad Day at Black Rock. It's Sam's lucky day when he touches a rabbit's foot. Everything from scratching lottery tickets to fighting bad guys goes right. Then Sam loses the foot and everything goes wrong. Maybe dead wrong. Written by Ben <laughs> Udland and directed by Robert Singer. <laughs> these, the, these little DVD descriptors are turning more and more into like goosebump Jeez. things. Yes. Yes. I know you didn't read Goosebumps, but like the, you know, the synopsis thing at the back of the book or whatever, or I think maybe yeah. it's always like a little one-liner on the front cover. It was oh, okay. always so cheeseball, just like that. So, all right. So, Bad Day at Black Rock um, is a 1955 Spencer Tracy movie, which I thought, ooh, it's going to, it's going to have a great tie-in. You know what? It doesn't. It's just a, there's this town that has a secret to keep and they keep the secret by killing people who ever like poke their nose in it. I'm like, it has nothing to do. Nothing yeah, you're to like, do with you're like, episode. oh, for 10 with this. Like whenever you find a, a title, like you equate the, the episode title with something else like, oh, it's a song or it's a movie or but, it's a book. And it never has anything to do with <laughs> But but then again, but Bad Day at Black Rock has nothing to do with this episode. I mean, the title itself, just they're not at Black Rock. Yes, they are. It is a bad day. They are at Black Rock. Black Rock. They are at Black Rock. Okay. Which I didn't catch until my second watch through. um, Oh, okay. Because I thought that they were Was there a Chiron? I didn't. No, there was no Chiron. It's it's a yeah, in the like dialogue buffalo somewhere. And, oh, okay. Because they're like Buffalo, New York, or outside right. Buffalo, and then Queens. Queens. They were definitely in Queens. Um, but um, I, 
I loved this episode, and I wanted to point out that uh, Ben Edlund, well, he wrote it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he also wrote uh, an episode of Angel, which I loved, and it was called Smile Time, and it was the episode where Angel's turned into a puppet. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, like, the most ridiculous. Uh, right? <laughs> Angel like, episode can you, ever. Can you imagine the like uh, the the launch, like to sit around the table and him be like, "Okay, I had this idea." Yeah. <laughs> you know, Angel's cursed and he's turned into a puppet. And also, this episode gave me little flashbacks to my X Files days. Um, there's an episode called the Goldberg Goldberg variation, uh-huh. um, where the the there's a character who. Mulder seems to think uh, it has supernatural abilities, like paranormal supernatural abilities. But it turns out maybe this guy is just the luckiest man in the world. Like he falls out of a window and doesn't die, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So I, it just kind of threw me back. But anyway, so I loved I loved Ben Edlin as a writer. I, I don't rec- like, did he do other episodes previously? I Maybe. He might mm-hmm. have. I can I can go look if yeah, Ben Udland is known in their team, like the the SPN team, as like the comedy guy. Like yes. the, he's the go-to guy when they want like to lighten things up. Silliness. Yes. Because boy did he write to their strengths. So in season 2, he wrote Simon said Oh, okay. So it did have some fun moments yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Stoner Andy. Yeah. <laughs> night Shifter, which was oh. the the night the that wasn't quite so silly because that had right. um um I'm going to go. What's his name? Ronald. 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 So I guess maybe but, that's where the uh, um Mandroid Mandroid <laughs> yeah. came up from. Yeah. And Hollywood Babylon. Oh, which was hysterical watching watching Dean morph into the role of a PA. Yes. <laughs> yes. But here, yeah. I think, is where he really got to shine. Yes. So do you want me to... I, I did uh, a glossing of the guest stars in this episode. Okay. So um, the biggest guest star is Lauren Cohen, and she yes. plays Bella in yes. this and for those of you who don't know, she was Maggie on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And killer, killer characters in both. Yeah. Yeah. Killer in both. So she was awesome. Um, Michael Massey plays the guy Kubrick, who's kind of the, mm-hmm. the Jesus freak hunter yeah. guy. He was in the Spider-Man movies and a couple of the Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies. Um, yes. He's also been, you'll recognize him from like CSI, Law and Order, He's always like the creepy guy. He's like just the edge of creepy, you know, it's like you don't want to mess with him. It's yes. something about his voice because I recognized his voice before anything else. And especially yeah. in Spider-Man, he really plays up his, his yes. uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to call it. His timbre, just, his raspiness. Yeah, his I don't raspiness. know. He's done a lot of voice work as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. in Spider-Man, he's like in a shadow um, like his yes. faces, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the supernatural guy!" <laughs> right, right. So I knew it I loved instantly. Him he, 
because he was perfect in this. I was like, yeah. oh, gosh, I hate characters like this guy. Mm-hmm. And then um, for me, the other standout character was um, Rocker Matthews, who plays Grossman. And Grossman oh. is the bald guy. Yeah. I recognized him <laughs> from Psych. Um, but also X-Files. He also was on a number of episodes oh, okay. of the X-Files. Okay. So uh, he's a, he's one of those characters that just kind of stood out. Uh, his face. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I know this guy. So I had to look mm-hmm. him up. And I thought he did a good job as the the survivor of the rabbit's foot. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, um, too. Rec- the yeah. only person I recognized really – well, that's not true. I recognized Michael's voice and mm-hmm. Lauren Cohen just because of Walking Dead. I, but no, I think she's an amazing actor. And I kind of liked the character. I mean, I kind of hated the character. But not so much, not because of the acting of the character. Right, right. But, you know, the nemesis is like, oh, I don't like you because you are a nemesis. Yes. And she came about because the producers, like the network producers was like, you need to introduce two female regulars. Because you have two guys, you need two girls. You got to do it. And they had already had plans for uh, Ruby, who is the demon chick. Um she was always going to come into play and then they you know had to come up with this other plan for Lauren Cohen who is Bella right she was a a, a network request because they're like we're tired of seeing these dudes <laughs> i don't know if those were those words but i imagine it was Can you, imagine it was, you have to appeal <laughs> to yeah right less dudes yes so the then and now recap, they're still doing yeah. the recap. So yay. But this one was kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, for me. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. It's like so the same one that's been like the past three. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except this time they focus on Gordon Walker. Yeah. So Gordon's in this, you know, uh, even if it's just. Oh, that was the other thing. That was the other thing. <laughs> you but lied to me. But we didn't um, record it. It was after we oh. ended the recording. And you were like. Is it Gordon? And it I Gordon? said, nope. Nope. <laughs> and the first thing that comes up in the recap was Gordon. I was <laughs> like, Gordon. hey, what is Gordon? But it's kind of not. Barely, I mean, it is, barely. but it's not. It's yes, barely exactly. Gordon. I was, I was willing to give that over. I was like, all right. <laughs> so the recap is Gordon um, and uh, the blonde demon with the message of she has, she can help save Dean. And then now, uh, we're in a penitentiary. We see this guy come up to a phone. He's visiting old Gordon. Kubrick reveals, uh, his name is Kubrick. He reveals, he looked up all the things that, you know, Gordon told him about. Oh, you were right about the Devil's Gate. It was in Wyoming. But I don't know if you're right about Sam Winchester because Bobby Singer said they were there to stop it. Right. Gordon is so intent. On that he doesn't believe he's like no Bobby's lost his marbles he's not as sharp yep. as he used to be I know that Sam is a is evil he may not even be human he has to die Sam Winchester must die I mean Gordon basically says you need to go look into this it's like you don't yeah. believe me right now go look for yourself yeah. go find him and find out for yourself so next thing uh, Sam and Dean are in the car they're they're in the Impala driving and. As it turns out, Sam did tell Dean. Yes. <laughs> the opening scene of the boys is after we're like, oh, he may not tell him. Is like, that's the first thing. It's like, first what thing. do you mean this hot chick, this demon ruby chick? Um, yeah. And now she's been named. 
Yes. He like Sam just I mean Dean like off the cup, Ruby. I was like, Oh yeah. okay, it's Ruby. Now everybody knows it's Ruby. Yeah. Um Which I think I feel like maybe it, it was a, a a slip maybe in the past episode that they forgot to, to mention, mention her, her name. Because she probably, when she was writing her phone number down in Sam's hand, it probably said Ruby. My but, name is Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. But I was very diligent in last episode, like, listen Not for same. the name. I yep. didn't hear it. So. so Sam told Dean some of it. He told Dean that she is a demon and she's there yep. to probably help Dean get out of his deal, but also to help fight the demon war that is now laid upon them. Right. Doesn't tell Dean about Mom's friends Mom. because then that would reveal the whole thing about Sam himself, you know, being super involved in the demon plan with the blood and the yellow eyes and, and all right. of that. So right. He says, he's like, I'm not trusting her, I'm using her. That's the truth, but not all of the, the truth. Um. And I love that Dean walks away from this with a, like, are you feeling okay? Yeah. (laughs) Still checking in on Sam Uh because uh dark side could be right there. He did show a part of it. That's true. Maybe him. Sam getting annoyed with it though. He's just like, stop stop. (laughs) asking me that. Yes. And luckily like a phone starts ringing and it's one of those, Mm -hmm. well, it's not mine. It's not mine. Oh, it's dad's. So Sam answers the phone. And uh, he's like, yeah, this is Edgar Casey, <laughs> you know, one of dad's uh, aliases. Edgar Casey holds a storage unit outside of Buffalo and it's been broken into. Shocker, dad didn't tell Dean and Sam that he had yeah. a storage unit. Um, what? Oh, no, my gosh, did you know? Secrets. No. Wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> Next thing we see is Kubrick. Uh, Kubrick has a, a partner now. Um, in an RV, not a muscle car. So the first set of hunters, yeah. not in a muscle car. <laughs> yeah, I and, think Kubrick um, sets himself apart in many different ways. Most notably, this one with the RV. Ah, yes. Yes. I just want to point out Creedy, uh, short for McCready, who is the lead character in Bad Day at Black Rock. Oh, see, it does have something to do with the movie. <laughs> Yeah, they named a character, a side <laughs> character in this episode for the main character in the movie. You are right. Uh, All right. So in this, I love this RV because at first I thought that Kubrick was just kind of like slightly, I thought he was funny because mm-hmm. he had like a black velvet Jesus in his RV and uh, Creedy, as he's like looking around the RV, like pulls down this like three-dimensional Jesus face that like the eyes follow you no matter yeah. where, which way you turn it. <laughs> and Kubrick's like, you know, don't play with my Jesus or don't touch my Jesus or something. I was like, oh, he, he's, he's kitschy. He likes his little kitschies. Mm-hmm. But as we've learned down the line, I'm like, oh, no, he, it's it's he's this is this is another way that he sets him part, himself apart from other hunters. From is other he hunters. Uh, a bit of a Jesus freak, this guy? Little bit. So, but but in this scene, Kubrick is trying to um, uh, recruit Creedy on this Sam mission. Creedy's kind of like, I don't know, these Winchesters, I don't think it's going to check out. Kubrick said, nope, Gordon says so. And I trust Gordon because he's, you know. Saved my life before or or he's had my back before, which is odd for Gordon because he doesn't do well with partners. (laughs) No. (laughs) You know? 
so now back at the at the storage unit and it's like there's a devil's trap on the floor mm-hmm. <laughs> demons keep out there's like bloody footprints there's a trip wire leading to a gun you know um, <laughs> that was stashed inside of a warthog skull or something like that <laughs> i was like i was like boar's tusks i'm like what is this that is like um, a very specific trap <laughs> but i loved it <laughs> but so did the boys they're yes. like this is so dad oh dad yeah 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 but as they you know they carefully step over the uh mm-hmm. the trip wire which clearly had been tripped by somebody because there's bloody footprints on the floor so somebody yeah. got shot mm-hmm. um they find like Sam's old <laughs> soccer trophy and uh and then Dean's like oh my gosh look my first sawed off shotgun <laughs> yeah. so dear old dad is definitely sentimental but about right. very different traits in Boys. his son yeah <laughs> yeah well it was just like the, the the difference in the childhood of these guys <laughs> soccer shotguns. shotgun yep and Dean is still poking at Sam about like being a girl He's like, the only way we knew you were a boy is that you had the soccer trophy or something. Oh, I didn't get that at all. I thought it was like, oh, that was like, the you know, the only time, like one of the only times you got to actually be a kid, like get to play soccer before like you got like dragged around into the ghost world. Oh, I saw it as a dig because he very specifically says boy. And I didn't mean like, not like a bad dig, but just one of those Dean digs, you know, about because he's always calling him a girl. He You're is the redheaded girl. girl yeah. You're all, you know. So I just thought this was another instance of of him calling. Oh wow, Sam. A yeah, girl. I totally read it as a. Oh, this was like you know an actual <laughs> <You> childhood <laughs> memory time. You went sentimental, and I went sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, Dad was proud of his boys for yeah. for their individual yeah. moments. Did you take um, a look through all of the stuff that was? In the unit? I tried. I tried, but it was too. hard for me to see. It was really dark. Dark. <laughs> Imagine very that. dark. But I was reading in, like, some of the, you know, research things that they... <laughs> there's a lot of Easter eggs in this episode. And in this one, it's the most unobvious Easter egg ever. But in the unit somewhere, and I tried to find it, it's very, very hard to spot. They took something that was in the roadhouse and they put it in there. And I think this must uh, have just been like a writer's inside joke type right. of thing. Because I went back and I looked at one of the episodes with the roadhouse. And oh on the God. bar, there was this little, about, I don't know, one and a half foot tall-ish uh, statues of a monkey that was like yes, bartending. Yes, it was always on the bar. It was always next to um, like the, uh, the taps. Or, yes. The, but like the beer taps. The poles. Um, apparently that was in the unit somewhere. And oh. I looked. I, I rewound that scene like four or five <laughs> times. The only thing that I could think maybe was it was right at the first uh, scene where they open up the the gate and they see like every like the flashlight choreography is going around and it's right before they uh, focus in on the uh, devil's trap on the floor. There's something in the very very top shelf that kind of looks like 
It could be a monkey statue, but it's mm. not as colorful as it is in the rodent because he's wearing like a yellow vest or something. Jumper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there's no color on it, but it vaguely resembles a monkey shape. So maybe it's huh. been covered in dust. There's a lot of dust in that. Yeah. So. Oh, no, I don't know. And this was like their their little joke of like, oh, it's fun to think that dad might still be alive somewhere. And he's like, took the in the monkey. Took them. <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe it was supposed to be burned. Maybe it was supposed to be burned because the roadhouse burned down. Oh, the dad went back and got it. Yeah, and put it like in ghost there. Ghost dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like all right, wow. writers. <laughs> wow, you accuse me of some far reaching. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Now I have to go back and, and, and look again because I was I did look for stuff. I was like, there's got to be something in here that's, yeah. you know, a, a picture of Jensen in high school or something. Yeah. And there was, yeah. You know, no, there's no, just a bunch of it. junk. Um, but there is like a, a unit within the unit, like a, uh, another locked Another caged area. off area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the weapons unit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the weapons and not yeah. only like guns and shotguns but like a landmine yeah like what um, the hell <laughs> why does dad have a landmine stuff to make bombs but the point being that all of it was still there in fact the only thing that they could find missing was one of the curse boxes that lay on the opposite side of the room where there's just a wall filled with curse boxes they kind of look like tackle boxes with mm-hmm. uh, like spiritual yeah. writings on them and stuff, yeah. just insignias yeah. and and you know, uh, one very obviously missing. Yes, <laughs> you know, with the one clean spot on the shelf. They deduce it's a cursed box and a cursed object that Dad's been collecting and just like putting away, taking out of circulation. Mm-hmm. But what was in this one box, we don't know. But we have to no. find out. Yes. Cut to two guys <laughs> in a in a dingy but large mm-hmm. apartment. Um, yeah. One of them nursing a gunshot wound and still bleeding <laughs> profusely. Um, the other guy, like obsessing over the box they've now we you know has they the box they stole out of the storage unit. Should we open it? Should we open it? No, don't open it. It's not it's not worth me getting shot. You know whatever money we were going to get for this this sucks. Mm-hmm. You know should we open it? No. Okay, he opens it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes, his logic like, is. Listen, this is obviously valuable, so we could either give it to this chick and get her money, or we can just sell it ourselves and probably get a bigger profit. Right. And they're like, what's in the box? Mm-hmm. So it's like, as the guy, like, Jimmy's opened the lock, there's, like, the scary music of dun, 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 dun. They open the box, and it's like, music stops. <laughs> yeah, but he's like pulls this thing out is like what the hell is this <laughs> it's like this crappy like gnarly rabbit's foot <laughs> he's like what the hell i got shot for that yeah. <laughs> and so now there's like banging at their door and uh and i thought it was like the landlord or something but somebody a neighbor has come to the door mm-hmm. and he's like dude it's 6 30 in the morning what's with all the yelling you guys got to keep it down Oh, you know, what's going on? And when the guy's is like, I got shot, that's what's going on. And so the neighbor's like, oh, well, run downstairs. I have a medic's kit under my sink. I can patch you up because I was a medic in, in the army. He's like, this is your lucky day. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking it's not really his lucky day because he just got shot. 
but lucky day that he's a medic. Yes, and didn't ask any questions of why did you get shot? Right, exactly. (laughs) What happened here? (laughs) You guys are drinking at 6.30 in the morning and yelling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And while he's being fixed up, cue the boys driving up to the car that they note, ah, this is the plate we saw on the security camera. These thieves are dumb because they didn't. They didn't cover up their license plate when they broke into the storage unit. Says the boys driving a black 67 Chevy Impala everywhere they go. (laughs) Yep. But they did change the plates in this season, so I'll give them that. Yeah. (laughs) So in the meantime, the guy's been patched up and now they're just playing cards. And the guy who's been shot, who I don't, I never get his name so i just call wayne okay i just Mm -hmm. keep calling him the shot guy (laughs) (laughs) so wayne who's been shot now uh keeps winning at poker he's like hand after hand after hand hand, he's just winning and this is kind of when he's like he even says like i cannot lose i haven't lost in like how many games like yeah i cannot like he's catching on this this he's figured it out simple little thief and uh and then just then dean and sam like Burst into the apartment with freeze, hold, stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know>? Guns <laughs> blazing. Guns blazing. So what happens next after the boys discover that they did in fact open up the box and um, realize What's in the that the box. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. But they uh, realize it was the rabbit's foot. And then they start to fight, but it's the most, dare I say, slapstick uh, fight. <laughs> ridiculous fight and it's and it's even like got that like bouncy little music like yep screwball comedy ish kind of yeah all that was missing was like cartoon sound effects like yes you know that's all that was missing (laughs) because even the looks on their faces was like what's going on as they're getting you know punched in the face from nowhere or they trip over something they're just like what's happening to us why are we unable to fight yeah so like the Wayne knocks Dean's gun out of his hand, and as mm-hmm. Dean's gun goes flying, it hits the ground, it shoots the radiator, then ricochets and hits uh, Sam's gun. Sam's gun goes flying out yeah. of his hand. <laughs> you know, a lamp gets knocked over, and then it's just and, uh, Sam accidentally knocks into Dean. Dean falls into a coffee table, and the, I love this. You hear Sam go, Ooh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> They just turn into, like, the clumsy twins because Sam's knocking into him. Dean, when he gets up from the coffee table, is right when Wayne, like, lifts his arm up to point the gun but ends up, like, uh, uppercutting Dean by, like, accident. (laughs) Accident, Knocking Dean almost completely out. And Grossman is on top of Sam, choking him out. Sam is losing this fight to this little guy (laughs) after fighting (laughs) off two or three FBI agents... By himself? Yep. Yep. Um, and he looks surprised by it, too. Yes, like, what's so. going on? <laughs> but he's able to, like, reach out, reach out, reach out, because the rabbit's foot has been knocked off the table that Sam, that Dean, you know, crashed through. Sam's able to reach out and grab the rabbit's foot. And the second he does, there's this, like, little whoosh uh-huh. of something, whoosh yeah. of magic. And suddenly he's able to knock uh, Grossman off of him. Epically. It was like he, he does this thing with his Oof. arms or he like 
like throws uh, uh, him across the room almost like yeah you know, he, like, it's like a superman move like where superman like thrusts open his shirt but he like thrusts off grossman <laughs> yes. and then like into the wall like on the opposite side of the room pretty amazing and, and then wayne stands up to like shoot and then trips over a broken picture frame or something and knocks himself out i mean yes so After now the he, other he two. tries to yeah he tries to shoot sam with uh dean's gun dean's gun gets jammed and then, and then he just like, somehow knocks himself. Mm-hmm. knocks himself out. Yeah. And of course, at the end of this fight, the dust kind of settles after this fight. So Dean's on his feet. Sam's on his feet. Grossman and Wayne are knocked out cold. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam Dean's like, is that a rabbit's foot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, huh. Which I want to say, as a kid, um, we all had, not we all had, but rabbit's feet were a thing you could win them in gumball machines you could win them at you know arcades and stuff like they that. they were sold at, at um uh, like gas stations at convenience stores yeah. and i was like oh and i didn't think anything of it until i, I was slightly either. older yeah until i, didn't I was either. slightly older and i was like cool yeah i was like <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. We're cutting feet off of rabbits and dyeing them like bright pink and bright right. white and you know, and they were supposed to be lucky until someone, someone, you know, opened my eyes to, well, not <laughs> finally lucky for was the rabbit. like, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, shouldn't be doing this. Now. Yeah, like, that, oh. I didn't, I didn't even think about it either. I, so Sam and Dean go to a diner or a convenience store they're, or something. Yeah, they're in the parking lot of a convenience store because Dean instantly caught on. He was like, ah, and brings to <laughs> Sam a stack of scratchers. Uh, <laughs> smart. Like, Here, let's smart. test this. Out. Very smart. Sam is pouring through Dad's journal um, to see what's going on. Nothing. But but Dean's but, way to test this out is through Scratcher, in which Sam instantly wins twelve hundred dollars on his bucks. first one. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. So Sam Dean's like, this is it. Yeah, here's another smart. one. <laughs> Here's another one. So back at the apartment, uh, Grossman. I mean um, Wayne wakes up from being knocked out and you know slowly makes his way into the kitchen to splash water on his face he keeps calling out grossman's name he's like grossman come on wake up we gotta you Mm -hmm. know we gotta get going i just want to point out that as uh wayne staggers into the kitchen to get a drink of water and stuff the starburst clock has made an appearance it's on the wall in the kitchen ah that was another (laughs) one it made an appearance last episode too it was in the diner where Sam, uh, where Ruby came up upon Sam and ate all of his French fries. Um, really? It was behind, the, oh, yeah. Really? Because the only thing that took, that caught my eye in that scene was like the Santa Claus character who we first see outside the diner oh. and, then, and he's sitting behind Sam because he was like this, he had the white hair, the white beard. I was like, hey, look at Santa. Yeah. You know, the same extra used in different scenes throughout the episode. I was like, he's quite remarkable. You might want to yes. <laughs> you know, switch out your extras. So I yeah. did not catch the starburst. I'm a yes. little disappointed in myself. It was there. Uh. So... Wayne uh, clears out the dishes from the sink because he wants to splash water on his face and get a drink of water. Um, very stupidly, in the supernatural realm of things, takes a barbecue fork out of the sink and sticks it in the uh, the sink the dish drainer. Uh, turns around to go be like Grossman, come on, let's go. Slips on a beer bottle and mm-hmm. impales himself through the head, out the mouth with this uh, barbecue fork, which is. Yeah truly horrific because yeah. he's also going <laughs> he's not <laughs> he's he didn't like, instantaneously he didn't die, die. He, uh, this he's, is a slow torturous death and he's like gagging from the back on this barbecue fork which 
oddly enough, kind of looks like a serpent's tongue, <laughs> the way it's sticking out of it, his yeah. mouth. You know, and poor Grossman, this is what wakes Grossman up. Yeah. Is the sound of him, like, impaling himself on his fork. Yes, oh. this is, um, I think what I'm going to now call the the Kripke Gamble special. Because <laughs> now we've had, in each episode, like, a spotlight gory moment. We had yeah. the drain cleaner deaths. Oh, we yeah. had the, what was the one last one that we made? Uh, was... It was just the kids. It just they were. It wasn't really gross or gory. I mean, the the little kid when we see her in the oh, mirror. Oh, and she's oh, all no! It was skinned. the it was the dad right in the beginning getting a table oh, saw right, the, the through table the back. Saw, right, right. <laughs> it's it's starting. This yeah. is starting to be a thing. Yeah. And now we have the the two prong <laughs> carving fork <laughs> through the neck and out the mouth. Uh, and the guy's still alive. Yeah. But it, what cracked me up is like that's the moment that Grossman decides to wake up. Right. You know, yeah. and he go walks into the kitchen and sees Wayne and he does like, <laughs> ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Wayne's out of the picture. Um, next thing we see, Dean is still counting <laughs> scratch tickets. <laughs> like he's, he's, he is just going to town with the scratch tickets. In the meantime, Sam is talking to Bobby. Like Sam's actually trying to figure things out. Oh, while Dean's right. just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lucky, lucky. And Bobby basically tells him that the rabbit's foot is a piece of hoodoo, um, you know, hoodoo charm, but it's bad luck, essentially. It was created by a hoodoo priestess who was cursing anybody who touched it. Mm -hmm. Like, you would have good luck and surmountable luck, but the second you lost it, not only does your luck go bad, but you die. Like, so bad, you you die. And Sam's like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) how do we undo it? And Bobby doesn't know. No, and Bobby doesn't know. And the other thing I actually looked up a little bit about rabbit's feet, because I was like, how is a rabbit's foot lucky? You know, um, and even in outside of Supernatural Wiki in rabbit's foot wiki, it's still the luck, like the idea of a lucky rabbit's foot came from like cutting off the foot of a rabbit that was jumping over the grave of somebody who was a criminal. I mean, I was like, how is this lucky? How do you equate this thing into luck and in nowhere did i find that something good happened in order to be like i'm going to keep this as a lucky charm that there's nothing it's all about graveyard cemeteries full moons friday the 13th evil i mean hands being removed from uh criminals that were you know executed i'm like i don't i don't get where does good luck come from so somebody tell me anyone want to write in call me don't write Tell but it me. is, but it is interesting because in a few minutes in Supernatural, Sam does make a comment. It's like it's not just any rabbit; it has to be in the graveyard under a full moon and and Which Friday Thirteenth. All- it's true. It's true. Essentially, it's I mean, there are different little like you know things you yeah, can pull from. Every culture has its own. Yeah, it, but it but is it, it all exists. very specific like that. It's like oh, you have to k- kill the rabbit slowly so the blood drains out, and <sighs> it's yeah. like oh. They didn't oh, really again. do a lot to, like, supernaturalize this. Right? Um, but while and Sam me- is on the phone with Bobby, <laughs> I love that they do this, uh, like, two or three times in this episode where there's, like, background scene, you know, action yes. happening. So Dean, you Very got Dean subtle with the, with the, like, the counting, like, he's counting on his fingers, you know, <laughs> math. And Sam, like, bends down, finds, like, a, a golden watch just, like, laying underneath <laughs> right. a, a, newspaper. a newspaper. 
in the parking uh, lot, and he's like, to to Dean's pleasure. He's like, awesome, awesome, because <laughs> Sam is still talking to Bobby when he finds this watch, yeah. and he's like, don't tell Bobby. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dean's like, yes, we're still winning. This is great. So they walk into the diner, and they're deciding that they, you know. Dean's all like, we got to go to Vegas. And Sam's like, no, we got to lay low until we can figure out this whole thing. And as soon as they walk into the diner and say, like, two for dinner, the guy's like, congratulations, (laughs) you were the millionth customer, you know, and he pops confetti and he gets the big check out and he hands it to Sam and Dean like, you guys win free food for a year. And I love that Sam is like, oh, fuck. But Dean's (laughs) face is like, yeah. Dean is the happiest he has ever been in his life. That photo is like Sam being like (laughs) with all the confetti in his face. (laughs) And Dean's just got like pure joy. (laughs) Yes. He's getting food. They are winning all the things that Sam, like Dean needs. It's like money and food. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Throw a stripper at him and he would have been like, what? I know. He would have died. Love that. Ah. But it was on the phone scene that they said that they were in BlackRock, by oh, the way. Oh, okay. So, uh, Sam okay. says something. Did you know about Dad's storage unit in BlackRock? And Bobby's like, oh. yeah, of course I did. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. So that is where they are. And I believe it's in Connecticut. Just judging from the, the thieves who had a Connecticut license plate. License plate, yeah. And there is a Black Rock, Connecticut, and I assume that is, um, that's the one that they are at. Good assumption. Because it, it's also two hours away from Queens, where they go yeah. later. So, back in the RV, Kubrick and um, Creedy are still planning and plotting on how to track down Sam. And, but they're like, you know, in the meantime... Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> you know? And they're like, where do you want to eat? And Creed, I loved this scene because Creedy's like, oh, I know this chain that has a really great menu and you can look it up online, you know, and see yeah. if you want to see if that see if this menu appeals to you. I love that Creedy is like, you know, do you like this? You know, we can go get go get food at this restaurant. Yes, because Kubrick is like, I've got canned everything. Yeah, Obviously yeah. not someone who likes to leave the RV. And Creedy's right. like, come on, let's, let's you know, it's all right. Yeah. We can step out just for a couple minutes. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I love that he, like, shows them that he, like, pulls up the menu online. He's like, look, here, you know, see if you like it. And Kubrick's like, oh, I do like those fried onions they just drop into the, yeah. <laughs> he was like, and he's like, let's go there. They've got the fried onion thing. And then it turns out that the they see a picture of Dean and Sam with the big check being the millionth customers. And they're like, what are the chances that the one restaurant we picked at, you know, that we picked is the restaurant where Dean and Sam are? Well, something happens right before that in order for that to happen because the boys are sitting at the booth. Dean is shoveling ice cream into his (laughs) gullet, you know. (laughs) Brain freeze. Yes. (laughs) Sam has confirmed everything that Bobby said. Uh, He's like, oh, it's like this specific rabbit. Um, we just gotta not lose it. In walks waitress who's there to top Sam's coffee up off. She spills it. So this waitress is practically falling into Sam's lap trying to clean it up. Making eyes. She's very cute. And as she walks away, both boys lean in <laughs> to watch her. <laughs> like ogle her walking yes. away. And she turns around and makes eyes. She knows that they are watching her walk away. Yep. 
And the minute she goes off frame, Sam spills his coffee all over himself. Uh, and then when he gets up, he then knocks out like a huge catering tray full of food out of another waiter's hands and all over <laughs> himself. Uh-oh. He's like, how is this good? Yeah. <laughs> Sam pats down his pockets and no rabbit's foot. Rabbit's yeah. foot is gone. Yeah. And they cue to the cute waitress who has wrapped it up in her little cleaning towel Stuffing it in her pocket, tears off her black wig and throws it in the trash and runs off. She's walking away. Now, I just wanted to say, we all know what happens next. Like, sit back. Let's just watch. <laughs> just watch what happens. This is, anyone who's seen this episode knows what happens oh, next. Yeah. And I just, as soon as she threw her wig in the trash, I was like, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And so, and the first thing we see is like Sam and Dean leaving the, the diner. They start to run after her. He's like, Dean's like, come on. Boom. <laughs> Sam falls off the curb, face plants, tears up his knees. And Dean has to like stop running. He just kind of stops. He's like, oh no. It's yeah. started. <laughs> yeah. It started. He turns around and he sees like Sam kind of getting up. Like you said, big tree fall hard, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and sam stands up and he is just his knees are just wrecked and dean's like oh you suck you know yeah. not only is she getting away but now you are just turning into like the biggest klutz so the next thing we see is wait for it grossman name, grossman thank you is in the apartment you know lamenting the loss of of, of wayne he's like mm -hmm. giving him a a you know scotch <laughs> funeral toast like pouring yeah. alcohol on the floor he's listening to vaya con dios <laughs> and this time sam and dean come in but they don't burst in through the door like they did before they literally like open the door mm -hmm. walk in real slow and they're like dude we know what's happening you got to tell us about this chick who who took you were gonna who, who this hired for her. you yeah yeah she, you know obviously she hired you who is she because, you know, how do you know about this girl? Oh, because she just stole the rabbit's foot back from us. And Sam can't even take a step into the apartment without <laughs> tripping over a lamp cord. Not only does he then, like, fall into the lamp and into the bookshelf behind the couch. He takes out half the apartment with half him on his way down. This, this I, oh. I rewound the scene just a few times just because I was cackling. <laughs> it was so funny. It goes down hard. Yes. <laughs> it goes down hard. And you just, you can see him like struggling to catch himself as he falls. Yes. Like, oh God, oh no, you know. <laughs> down, crash, oh smash. And all Dean can do is like roll his eyes, but also be like, dude, you okay? You know, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> His reaction was equally as funny because not even a glance back. It was just. <sighs> he just must have fallen down so many times on the way yeah. to the apartment. And so uh... Dean takes this moment to, you know, try to uh, convince Grossman that he needs to tell them what happened. Like, you're not a bad guy. I can read you. You're just a thief. You're not a killer. But if you don't help us find this item, you know, you not only is Sam going to die, but then the next person who's exposed to the rabbit's foot is going to die. I mean, you saw what happened to your buddy. It's pretty gruesome. Let's, you know, you're not a killer. Tell us everything you know. Yeah, I thought that it was like, when he was doing this, like, this is like a very unnecessarily dramatic scene. 
right here. Right? Like, this whole, like, Dean getting so intense with, like... You see, I happen to know how to read people. Read people. It was a bit much for me. I was like, oh, okay. Later on, I was like, oh, this is why. Um, Did you happen, though, to notice above the doorway in the apartment? I'm going to say Oh, my God, Valerie. No. Upside down horseshoe. (gasps) Stop. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't. (laughs) I can't believe you missed that either. I can't believe you missed that. I am so mad at my eyeballs. I am so mad. I didn't catch oh. it until my second watch through and in this entrance, but it is like very, it's like so spotlighted there. right above Dean, like because they walk in and the camera's kind I, of like right there. But it's there the whole time. It's there earlier as well um, when they're playing cards and, and stuff like that. But yeah, upside down horseshoe. Well, thank you for seeing that. And I'm glad that I tuned you into looking for you did. objects like that. Would would not have seen it had you not mentioned it two seasons ago. So <laughs> oh gosh, I hate you know this is this is the second time I think you've zinged me on something, and no, and I appreciate it. I absolutely do. I'm not I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm mad at myself for missing uh, it. Cause I'm like son of a bitch because I pride myself. I'm noticing things like that. I was all happy that I saw the starburst, but that's so obvious because it was this giant thing that took up half the screen in the kitchen. Yeah. All right. But thank you for finding the horseshoe. I, it justifies my seeing it in the very first season. So yes. boom. Thank yes. you for that. <laughs> Moving on from my embarrassment. Um, <laughs> Kubrick and Creedy back at the RV. And this is what, this was my aha, my biggest aha moment about, um, Kubrick, Kubrick is that he's yeah he's leaning up against bumper stickers on his RV that are so blatantly Jesus freak yeah that you know one of them uh says um Bethlehem or bust another one <laughs> says how would Jesus drive which is kind of like a what would Jesus do I guess yeah. but the one I like the best was in quotes don't make me come down there signed God God I'm like okay that was actually pretty funny. but I did Matt, like all of his bumper stickers, actually. Yeah. They were very uh, unconventionally yeah. Christian. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But I was like, okay, we've definitely crawled out of kitsch and into full-blown Jesus Freak believes this. Like, this is his, yeah. his mantra. He, yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus, no pun intended, but oh, Jesus, yeah, I hate yeah. characters who feel like they are guided by uh, the word of God, you know, that their mission is, you know, God driven. Can you though blame him considering he was just talking about Sam Winchester and then up pops like a picture of him, you know? <laughs> I cannot fault him for that. I, I do fault the Jesus freak, but uh, so meanwhile, Dean's on the phone with Bobby now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has told Bobby that Sam had the rabbit's foot, lost the rabbit's foot. Um, and, you know, in the meantime, Bobby's like, son of a bitch, you know, oh, my God, you guys, how, you know, <laughs> how stupid could you be? What are we going to do with you two? And yeah. in the meantime, <laughs> this is one of those moments that you talked about something yeah. happening in the background that's yeah. actually more important than what's happening in the foreground. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's the moment. It's one of the most classic canon moments in Supernatural, which is uh, Sam has stepped in gum, which is gross <laughs> in and of itself. 
and he's like trying to scrape the gum off on a you know sewer grate or something and as he's scraping as he's scraping you hear this yeah flash flash <laughs> accidentally kicked his shoe off into the into the drain and it is gone it is down and gone and you <laughs> and you see dean turn around and look at him like what and I he lost just says my shoe i lost my shoe and so not only does he have bad luck but he's like he's lost all like Samness. <laughs> there is no, there's no, he's just like a sad sack. That's all I can say. No. It's, and like, how, how pure. much more puppy dog can you get than that face he gives? <laughs> that, I lost Literally just shoe. a huge pout. Just a, <laughs> like a lip quiver. It's one of my favorite scenes it's, of all it's time. It's one of, yes, it is a, like I said, it, there's, I don't think you could interview anybody who's seen Supernatural and have them say, I don't like that moment. Yeah. It, uh, but we, we do need to talk a little bit about the phone call that Dean had with Bobby because yes. it is, you know, Bobby had called Important. because it's like, good news. Yes. There's, there's a way to fix this. There's a cleansing ritual. Yep. Um, and he also, he has a good guess of who stole it uh, yep. because she had given an alias of Lugosi. Lugosi. Very smart, because he's like, oh, that's probably Bella. Bella. Bella Lugosi. <laughs> Bella uh-huh. Lugosi. Dracula. Just yes. Like, but her real name is Bella Tal- uh, Talbot. She is not a hunter, but she is whip smart about the supernatural world, and you guys are in trouble if it is actually her. Her, uh, yeah. You know, maybe, uh, maybe I can find out where she lives. And then at 24... Minutes fifty four seconds. We get the first Bobby, Idgits. Idgit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Idgit. My Yay. brother used to call us Idgits when we were little, really? all the time. Yep. So when when this when I started watching Supernatural and Bobby was all about Idgit, I was like, yes. <laughs> My brother used to call us Idgits all the time. So yes. Enter Idgit. And yes. and thank you, thank you, Bobby. Yes. So it. many important things happening in this. Right? <laughs> One like five minute shoe. little bit, yeah. It, oh, <laughs> brilliant. So Dean decides to drop Sam off at a motel because he's like, dude, I can't have your bad luck like get us both killed. Yeah, yeah. Sit in this chair. Do not move. Don't even scratch your nose. I'm gonna go to <laughs> like, Queens because that's where they found out Bella lives. <laughs> What's the first thing Sam does? Scratch, 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 scratch. <laughs> well, it, but again, I mean, he's honestly, like super... once someone tells you not to scratch something, that's like... the only thing you can think about. Right, right. Um, I love this motel. It was nice and clean, very it fresh was. looking. Yeah, very it was round very... motif. Like mm-hmm. the room divider had these round mm-hmm. circles and beautiful mm-hmm. flowers and irises and stuff. It was very and reminiscent things. of the the Blue Rose Motel from. Uh, 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 last season, yes, the one, where, the one um, where Ava came and where um, Gordon shot at them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was very relaxing, and I love that <laughs> Sam is sitting in a chair in the middle of the <laughs> hotel room, staring at closed curtains in front of the window, yeah. and he's just like sitting there staring at the air conditioner, <laughs> you know, and he's not moving. Into Queens to, we go. Into Queens and Bella's super swank apartment oh, yeah. with the. Is it a bald kitty or a Siamese kitty? A Siamese kitty. Siamese. So she's on the phone arguing with 
the buyer of the foot, presumably. Um, yep. You know, she's still demanding her 1.5 million, million. Uh, which eventually he settles on. But while she's on the phone, she does not see Dean sneaking around on her property through her security camera. Yeah. Um, the cat does apparently, who gives a, <laughs> like, a warning hiss. I couldn't tell if that was for 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 Dean or because she also picked up the rabbit's foot with some tongs at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I just thought it was kind of cute. It's like instead of a guard dog, she has a guard cat. <laughs> she doesn't see Dean, uh, who's able to not only sneak into her apartment, but sneak in and be in there long enough to write a post-it note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, yeah. he like says, turn around or something. So she's like, oh, turns around and Dean is in her apartment pointing a yes. gun at her. Now we have a meet cute. So back at the hotel, motel. <laughs> With the with Sam just sitting looking at the AC, all of a sudden the AC starts to like knock and ping and smoke and catch fire. Yeah, and Sam's like, he's like, oh come on! This was a beautiful piece of comedic acting from Jared. His just exasperation. His just like, oh, come on! I didn't. I didn't I've even been sitting here. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> and so he gets up to go like turn off the ac it catches fire so he's he takes the sheet off the bed and he's like beating the ac to you know get the flames out he finally gets the flames out and he's like Phew. and then his <laughs> sleeve catches fire and it's the same he looks he like lifts up his arm he's like come on yeah <laughs> so he grabs the curtains and he's trying to beat the flames out with the curtain and he ends up like knocking himself out and as he passes out he tears the curtains off the windows to display to reveal Kubrick and Creedy on the other side of his his uh, motel room window and they just watched him like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and of course Kubrick gives another knowing glance up to the heavens not to the god yep I just love that, like, Sam is, like, passed out, tangled in the curtains. <laughs> yeah, he's just down. Big tree fall hard. Yes. Um, so Bella and Dean are in a standoff with each other. They both have their guns pointed. Um, yeah. And here they do a little, like, back and forth scene. And forth. He, you know, yeah. she reveals herself to be basically a yeah. supernatural cat burglar. Um, yeah. Steals all these items and uh, sells them to the highest bidder yeah certain yep. set of clientele she's a, she's a thief not a hunter yeah so we just see how cunning she is in these scenes yes. and just her, her banter with with dean so back at the motel <laughs> sam is now duct taped to a chair and is being interrogated by kubrick and creedy kubrick says his signature line i'm on a mission from god which is straight out of the Blues Brothers because the entire movie of the Blues Brothers is premised on them being on a mission from God, mm. which is hysterical. Um, if you ever ever watch the Blues Brothers, it's actually it's I've only very... seen bits and pieces of it, but <laughs> the fact that it's they're on a mission from God, that's very funny. But he also name drops Gordon. Sam was like, "Oh man, that guy really." Really, and then he's uh, like, "Well, he said I should kill you." He's like, "Well, that sounds like Gordon." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, "Yeah, that sounds like him," but he's wrong. You know, this guy, this Gordon, is wrong. You know, we tried to stop the apog. You know, we tried to stop the Hell's Gate from opening. Kubrick doesn't believe him, and is like beating Sam up. I mean, 
punching yeah. him, slapping him. And he's out of line. I'm just going to point that out. He's out of line. He should not be doing this to poor Sam, who no. admittedly, even um, Creedy is like, you are just a disaster to yourself. You know, we didn't have to do anything. You knocked yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> and even... He's, and he, he even mentions um, he says like it was like watching Jerry, Jerry Lewis stack chairs stack chairs and I looked that up I did I too looked, <laughs> I thought it was going to be this like comedic moment of of like stack chairs but it's it's a, a scene where he actually sets out hundreds of chairs in a ballroom yeah I don't like I tried to find a couple of scenes and, and that one that you're speaking of is called like the bellboy or something where yeah he sets up a giant room full mm. of chairs in a matter of seconds and that's like right. the joke because uh, yeah. he's usually a klutz and then there was another scene with a chair where he's trying to get a chair for this guy that's completely um in, in like a full body cast and you know he's just like fiddling with the chairs I'm gonna get you a nice chair so you can you could sit, you can relax in the chair, and you can you can finally sit. And like in his bumbling, he knocks over the guy in the full body cast, who then like rolls down a hill, oh, crashes okay. into the tree, and there's nobody inside of the cat. It was very Jerry okay. Lewis, but I was okay. Was like, <laughs> Siri, I did <laughs> not say anything to you. Stop. So Bella, it turns out, has been finding, uh, found this cursed object at least through a Ouija board. Yeah. Um, or a Ouija-esque board, I should say. Yeah. Um, a spirit-talking board. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and while she's doing her monologuing, Dean is able to uh, snatch the rabbit's foot unbeknownst to her. Yeah, I'm not um, quite sure when he snatched it. Like, it could have been before before she even turned that. around after the post, post-it note. You know, they're, right. they're just, like, sitting there talking back and forth. You know, he says, hey, my brother's going to die if I don't get this foot. And she's like, oh, that's sad. Well, you can have it for $1.5 million. million. Like, not letting go. And she's like, no, yep. I don't really I don't care about your brother that much. I just met you. you know? I just want my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And But somehow Dean does end up with it. And I was like, no, he touched it because he full on grabbed it. Yes. He full on grabbed it. And cool. he's like, you know, it's my luck now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bella tries to shoot at him. And of course, misses because he's Mr. Lucky now. She yep. tries to shoot again and almost like ends up ricocheting and shooting herself and her yeah. cat. <laughs> yeah, it's like two or, two or three times she shoots and breaks and, uh, like all the- of these artifacts that are in her apartment. <laughs> it's a really nice apartment, yeah. And as Dean is like skipping out the door, you hear him go, see ya! <laughs> yes. Uh, and then these two hunter guys are still torturing Sam they're not believing they him do- when Sam is just like, right. listen, I can explain. We weren't really there. I don't have these powers anymore. And uh, Kubrick at the end is finally like, listen, we're, you know, I just don't think we should take any chances. We should just- Gordon wants you dead, so I'm going to shoot you dead. I'm going to shoot you of dead. Of course, right on time, enter Dean. Enter Dean. Who and interrupts he's got, his speech. He's got the look. He's got the Dean happy face on, you know. He's got a swagger unlike... Any yep. other time I've seen Dean have a swagger. <laughs> it's my lucky day. <laughs> he yes. just walks in. And he's like, watch this. <laughs> yeah. Because because Kubrick is now turned around and is pointing the gun at, at Dean. Yeah. So Dean puts down his gun. He's like, watch this. He puts down his own gun, picks up a hotel pen, and goes, thunk, and just flips it. And it just arrows right into the barrel of Kubrick's gun. Just, thunk 
cork in a bottle. <laughs> Everybody in the room is like, like, what? What? <laughs> you know, and um, Dean could have taken a bow like, ta-da, you know, basically. He basically <laughs> did. He was like, oh, my God, did you see that? I'm did amazing. You, that? <laughs> I'm, you know. Because then Creedy, like, tries to run after him and, like, it's like a – um, I don't know how to describe Dean just very slightly shifts way. to the left, you know? <laughs> yep. And Creedy like knocks himself out by running into the wall behind him. Yep. yep. Dean he, takes the did. remote from the table, gives it a nice throw and hits Kubik right in the forehead enough with enough force to knock him knock out as him well. Out. And here is yet another memeable moment of the show at 34 minutes and 42 seconds. Yeah. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. But the irony, of course, is that Jared does, I mean, Jensen does go on to voice Batman in an animated <laughs> series, among other things. Um, and of course, Sam, unimpressed, is like, yeah, you're Batman. <laughs> you know, it wasn't you, it's the fucking rabbit's foot, you know? But gotta love Dean and his zest for childhood, you know, superheroes. Love that. I know. And this was also, like, what a different, like... Dean having the good luck charm is just living it up, living life. Because, you know, a few minutes later, they're in the graveyard ready to do this cleansing ritual. But he's still, right. before they put the rabbit foot in, <laughs> he's got his own set of scratchers. You know, it's just like, nope, I'm going to, I'm using this luck up, dang it. He's like, step away. What does he call him? Um, uh, Jinxie. Jinxie, that's what he calls him. Oh. Step away, Jinxie. <laughs> While he does the scratches. Right. Uh, so, like, Dean going it. all for it. Like, just living it up. While Sam yep. had it, you know, he was very cautious. He was like, I don't know about this guy. Let's, let's lay low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, Bella shows up at the cemetery. <clears throat> How she knew they were there, I don't know. But uh, she's smart. So she, she is. So, she probably figured out that they were going to destroy it. And that's this yeah. is the only way to destroy it. Um. And it, Dean tries the whole, you know, I can read people. <laughs> yes. And this is where I was like, oh, okay. They needed a callback moment. And he was going yeah. to do his little Dean, like, listen, I, ha I happen to know how to read people. And you're not a killer. You're not going to shoot. And <laughs> before he can finish, she shifts the gun over and she shoots Sam. Sam. Fawn. I was like, not cool in fact everybody was like not cool yeah <laughs> you know? dean's like what you you know you weren't supposed to shoot him i know <laughs> yeah. you can't shoot me but you weren't supposed to shoot sam this wasn't supposed to happen so the tone has completely shifted from fun lucky to holy shit she may actually yeah she's crazy sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to get this thing back and, and it, I just like the look on dean's face was like that's not how this is supposed to play out it's like wow yeah yeah um and she's just like, oh, chill out. It was just a shoulder shot. I know how to aim. The right. thing is, since I can't shoot you, you know, I can't miss I him. So, mm -hmm. you know, what's your choice going to be? Why don't you just give me the foot? Give me the foot. So or he's the like, okay, okay, fine, million. fine. Calm down. And he does, you know, slowly makes his way towards the ground, you know, to put it on the ground. And then the last minute says, think fast, and tosses at her. And she, of course, instinctively catches it because that's what you do when things are thrown at you and... Oh, shucks. Now she's cursed. Son of a bitch. You know, he's like, so now what are you going to do? And she's like, fine. So she tosses it in the fire and she's like, you just cost me like so much money. And, and, yeah. and she, she even threatens like, this is, this is going to come back to bite you. Yeah. Basically. 
you know. They don't care. I'm They're gonna... just like, please just go. Don't just feel go. bad. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> don't be, what is it? Uh, don't go away mad. Just go away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Bella, you know, speeds off in her muscle car. You know, kind of a muscle car. It was a sports car, I guess. Yeah, she goes speeding off. And here's so here's a little tidbit I just want to point out that as mm-hmm. she speeds off, Dean is like, well, you know, at least we still have, you know, the scratchers, the $47,000 worth of scratchers that I won. And he like goes and like checking his pockets and doesn't realize that he had his jacket off while they were, you know, yeah. burning the thing. And it was draped over his Jake jacket was draped over tombstone. Bella leaned on the uh, tombstone while mm-hmm. she was monologuing with them. Yeah. yeah. She took the tickets and she goes speeding off and she now has their $47,000. Dean looks at Sam and goes, son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, that line was, was improv. Oh, nice. Um, (laughs) It was improv. And, and you could, if you go back and watch it now, you could totally see Jared laughing. You see him, you see him kind of look at Jensen's face right before he says, son of a bitch. And he's like, oh, you're going to do something like you could see it on his face. Yeah, and as yeah. soon as Jared Jensen says, son of a bitch, Jared turns his head away from the camera and you could see him totally like smile. And he's like, nope, can't. So, but they use that take because the That's son of awesome. a bitch was unscripted, <laughs> but very, very deep. Oh, it was son perfect. Of a bitch. It was very yep. perfect. So it goes from this lighthearted, you know, son of a bitch moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously Sam's okay. It's just a flesh wound, shoulder wound. We're not concerned that Sam is now bleeding to death. Um, So it's kind of a lighthearted walk away moment until Mm -hmm. the next scene pops up. And we're back at the prison where Mm -hmm. Gordon is. And Kubrick is now reporting in to Gordon and basically saying, you were right. And he says, what is it? He says something about Jesus. Um, he does. He was just as like, God led me to him. Like the, how, the higher powers. Like, His will is clear. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I, I did kind of like this Gordon, like, it's like, okay. okay. Like the, the, the recognition of like, all right, uh, you're a little nuts. But you know what? But I'll still That's take fine. you. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're on the outside. As, as long yep. as you're on team, Sam Winchester must die. Must die. I don't care how you get there. But right. Yep. Great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A Jesus-free hunter is better than no hunter. Yes. Is basically what I wrote down. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. You know, because yeah. that's how they end the episode is. Yeah. The, now the episode has... with how they open it is like yeah. the conversation in this prison of like Sam Winchester must die and die. also we need to get me out of here. So yeah, I assume yeah. the next time we see Gordon, he will no longer be in this prison. Right. And it will. So um, overall, I loved this episode. Not only, I mean, I love the humor in it, but oh my gosh, just the comic timing, uh, unexpectedly comic timing of of Jared Padalecki. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Dean was cute with his I'm Batman and stuff like that uh-huh, uh-huh. and just his reactions. But oh my gosh, Jared falling down over and over again and just, oh, sorry. And uh, oh, yes. you know. Yes. His faces, his, his, um, his, oh, his, come on. I just, 
like yeah. the the scene in with the air conditioner on fire. I just I love <laughs> that. Come on, it's like I didn't even touch it. Yeah, like it, it wasn't. wasn't you didn't move. I was in the chair the whole time, <laughs> like I was supposed to be. He so just, he like, was... lost it all his cool. You know, oh I mean, my he's God. like his smarts, his cool, his swag. I mean, even I mean, Sam has swagger too, but it he not... does. It's a different kind <laughs> of swagger than Dean, but you know, it's right. a it's a confident. I'm level headed. I yes, I'm smart. Know what to do. Yes. Um. Yeah. Apparently, Jared was really not confident with doing this episode because he doesn't think that he's a good comedic actor. Well, he didn't write at this point in in filming okay. this. I feel like it's probably different now, um, it, considering yes. all of their conventions that they do with each other, and they're just like oh, riffing off yeah. of everything. But well, it comes with comfort, you know, and security in your surroundings, and and knowing that your your acting partner like has your back and isn't. Yeah, going and to, the director, like, he felt good up. with the director, um, yeah. but it was just it's like I didn't, you know, I wasn't sure about this. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do a good job, or I thought he was amazing. And it was really, really fun to see Sam as that guy. Because he doesn't yeah. get a lot of funny moments. Dean gets a lot of them. You know, he gets a lot of those, right. like, faces where it's just a, what? Yep. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. Yep. But it was, it's also, what I also liked is that it gave Sam's character a break from the dark side, the, the yes. impending dark side that's coming. Um, he didn't have to be the the super smart guy either you yeah. know he didn't it wasn't the breaking the case wasn't resting on his shoulders and it was just nice to see a, they didn't talk about sam and dean did not once talk about um the the, the issues that they're having you know and they right. always end up having to talk about either you know in previous seasons it's dad and the secret of dad and you know and then it was sam's yellow issues. eyes yeah his psychic yeah. powers the yeah i mean it was just and, like a blip in the beginning when they're talking about the demon ruby and the war right. like we don't even know what this war is about and then instantly it was Boop. this okay. and you know what there wasn't even a monster it wasn't a monster in this episode it was a curse it was a, it was a rabbit's object. foot. <laughs> yes. Right? Fuzzy. <laughs> a little unassuming yes. rabbit's foot. And just, just the way it was presented in the very beginning with um, Grossman, like, opening the box to what you think is, like, impending doom in the yeah. box. And it's like, eh, the rabbit's foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it did its damage. That's for sure. I mean, poor Wayne. <laughs> Wayne, I know. Wayne got it it's good. not a way that I would like to die. Okay, so there are even more Easter eggs in this episode. Um, ben, or maybe it was Robert, I think it was Ben. Um, anytime there was a scene in which the luck was happening, so like whoever mm -hmm. had the foot, you know, just yep. Dean yeah, throwing the pen and the gun, yeah. Yeah. Um, he tried to put a rabbit somewhere in the scene. And I found a few of them. But I could not find all of them. All of them? So the, oh. the ones that I found, um, when Wayne first gets it and the uh, neighbor comes in, the guy, the vet, has a patch on his jacket Is and it's a rabbit? a rabbit. Oh, my gosh. The scratcher tickets that Dean first hands Sam is like a magician hat and there's like rabbits like rabbit. near the hat. And in the restaurant, 
it was after Bella walks away, you know, when the boys are, like, staring at her ass when she walks yeah. into the kitchen. There's a claw machine in the in the background. And, and there's, there's a bunnies. stuffed There's a stuffed bunny sitting on top of it. Oh, my gosh. And those are the ones that I saw. I could not find anything in Dean's Batman scene in the one where he's avoiding all of Bella's shots in her apartment. But she's got so many artifacts and so stuff. Many, there may yeah. have been a rabbit in there somewhere. It was just very hard to tell. Even when I was standing literally right up next to my TV, <laughs> I couldn't see a rabbit. Well, see, now I have to go back and watch this all again, A, for, yeah, the, you do. Um, for the horseshoe, now mm-hmm. for the for the rabbits. Um, uh, I'm kicking myself, Sammy. I'm absolutely kicking myself. Well, this was, okay, to be fair, this was not, I did not notice all of these on my own. You know, it wasn't like, oh, look, there happens to be rabbits everywhere. I was guided (laughs) by someone saying, I snuck in some rabbits. Right. uh, I mean, but I usually try to, I mean, I usually do, I can usually find things like, you know, uh, costume pieces that mean something or, you know, the jewelry or this or that. And I feel like for me, these last few times, um, while I've been interested and taking notes about the episode, I'm not watching it with the same Valerie eye well, that I... Valerie, you are in the middle of tech right now for a, <laughs> a giant monster of a show. It's okay. I know. It's okay. It's okay. And we're and damn it, I can it. have some every now and then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bequeath you <laughs> the ability to find the little things. Um, mm. this was an awesome episode. It was nice. It was just, it was, it was funny. It was well-written. It was cute. Uh, it still advances the plot of mm. impending danger for the boys. Um, yes, something, it introduces, something is going to, and it introduces new a new character mm-hmm. and Bella, who is most assuredly going to show up again somewhere. Yes. Um, I don't remember where or when, but you can't just have that character drive off and not show up right. to be a thorn in their side somewhere down yes. the line yes um yes. the mention of now that ruby has a name she's definitely going to be coming back mm-hmm. it was fun the fight choreography ah oh, i wish we oh, had yeah. you know like one of our fight guys to talk about this because it was it was some really fun fun stuff yeah yeah this one is one of my favorites and uh i know it's not that meaningful but I think it stands out just because it was just a nice breather of a moment after all of the heaviness that's going on. And we get these, yeah. you know, the, it's such a, a, a 180 for Sam. You know, it stands out in that way with him, especially his, I lost my shoe. <laughs> all right. What's next? Okay, okay. Our next episode is Sin City. So maybe Dean does get to go to Vegas. Maybe. Just one episode too late. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us on this one. Please follow us, subscribe to us, rate us anywhere you can follow, subscribe, and rate on podcasts. Um, You can also follow us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere. Everywhere. Still brings me such joy. To just say that one line. <laughs> Salt and burn. It's a small thing, but man, it was annoying to do it every single time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I never volunteered to do it because, you know, I would have messed it up. Because I would have been like, I don't know I messed it up are. all the time, if you remember. <laughs> Thank God so for I'm glad that was never me. <laughs> so thanks all for joining us. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.